The Crawford Stand. This week, the president of Crawford Media Group, Don Crawford, looks at more of the results of a Barna survey of evangelical pastors, many who are leaving the church, and many departing the faith. Of those 1,000 pastors surveyed, 1,000, and they were evangelicals, so they said. George Barna found that only approximately one in three pastors surveyed interpret the world through the lens of Scripture. Let me repeat that. One in three pastors surveyed only interpret the word through the lens of Scripture. They just don't bother to do that. These woke apostate pastors, leaders of Christian churches, do not see the world through a biblical worldview. <laughs> Incredible. Well, how do they see it? How? Only one out of three, says Barna, of such pastors believe in the Word of God to such an extent that their life is driven by biblical truth. Barna says that incredible fact is appalling. Boy, is it ever. Right on, George, right on. It is absolutely appalling. How about even further? How about satanic? And Barna asked the same question I asked. <laughs> Barna says, what is an evangelical? Well, what does that term mean today? Anything? George Barna, in this survey and elsewhere, goes on record as stating that, in his opinion, there are seven cornerstones of a biblical worldview as follows. Listen to them carefully and see if you agree. First, says Barna, God is the eternal, omniscient, omnipotent, and just creator. Agree? Boy, I do. Second, human beings are sinful by nature. That's an easy one for me. How about you? Third, Jesus Christ grants forgiveness of sin and eternal life when sinners repent and profess their faith in him alone. Amen to that. I'm in full agreement. How about you? That good for you? Number four, the Bible is true, inerrant, reliable, and always relevant. Fine by me. I agree with that completely. You? Number five, absolute moral truth exists. Oh, it sure does. Sure does as far as I'm concerned. Right there in the Holy Writ, the Bible. How about you? You agree with that or do you want to do your own spiritual thing? Number six, success is defined as consistent obedience to God. Yeah, I'm good with that. I believe in that. How about you? And now number seven. I love this one. Life's purpose is to know, love, and serve God with all one's heart and mind and strength and soul. Boy, that comes out of the Old Testament, the Torah, and into the New Testament, repeated and affirmed by Jesus Christ. Boy, I believe in that with all my heart. How about you? You, you good with that? Sounds like the foundation, the basic tenets, the real truth, the whole truth or nothing but the truth, these big seven, and a good start on the real definition of the right evangelical, don't you think? An evangelical should believe all of that, in my opinion. It's right out of the Bible. Do you believe in and follow and live by these seven basic tenets, like one who lives life through a biblical worldview? Do you? If not, what do you propose as an alternative? 
And by what model of faith do you live your life? I sure would like to know. George Barna goes on to state as a result of this valuable survey taken in 2022, just last year, of 1,000 evangelical pastors, now don't forget that, 1,000 so-called evangelical pastors, that 88% of all Americans have as their worldview syncretism. We're going to learn something from Mr. Barna. Syncretism. Barna defines syncretism as a personalized or customized worldview dictated by an individual's preferences, desires, and subjective truth claims. How about that one? Syncretism. It's personalized, made up by you, customized by you, dictated by your preferences, desires, and knowledge of subjective truth. Unbelievable. Barna believes that thousands of pastors have become leaders, ministers, preachers of a life philosophy which moves away from God and toward narcissism, all about self, all about me, what I believe and what I think is right. For these narcissists, the Bible is irrelevant in so many ways. Nothing but, at best, a guide, a moral guide, and no more. The Barna survey-led FRC President Family Research Center, Tony Perkins, to state that secular culture is influencing even dominating Christian thinking more than Christians and biblical worldview are influencing the culture, the secular culture. And Perkins states clearly and emphatically, the problem lies in the pulpit. Amen to that, Tony. The problem does lie in the pulpit. At least 40% of the evangelical pulpit, at least in that woke, progressive, evangelical pulpit, where 40% of the so-called evangelical pastors believe as they do, therein lies the problem. And Perkins goes on to say that these woke evangelical pastors, perhaps without even knowing it, I'm not sure about that. I think they know what they're doing. They are the false teachers, bringing destruction and heresies to the people, bringing swift destruction to them and ourselves. God help them. God forgive them. They are leading the flock astray. Along with this new woke, progressive, liberal, secular heresy, is the concomitant rise of biblical illiteracy. Biblical illiteracy. The churches, the pastors, do not encourage parishioners, hungry Christians like you and me, to read and study and learn scriptures on their own. So many of the once great seminaries have been liberalized, boy have they ever, reinterpreting and doing away with much of the Bible. Sadly, many Christian colleges and universities, so-called, have also been liberalized, and professors do not read or study scriptures themselves. That's a shocking fact. And consequently, they do not encourage others to do so. Oh, what a tragedy. What a tragedy. So, how much time do you spend reading? I mean, actually reading the Bible, not about it, not from somebody else, but the very Bible itself. How much time? The Holy Word of the Living God, all by yourself or in small study groups where you can really listen and learn and be heard, separate and apart from the church experience and Christian television or radio, you 
and you alone with the Holy Word of God as interpreted by the Holy Spirit of God, how much time do you spend reading and studying Scripture? Do you do it daily? Do you do it weekly? Do you do it monthly? How much time do you spend in an average day or week? In the book. Boy, you've got to. You've got to be nourished. You've got to be energized by the Word of the living God. You've got to read and study and learn. If you don't know the Word of God, you will fall prey to virtually anything or anyone, including and especially false prophets and woke evangelicals. And whatever they say, whatever their interpretations of Scripture may be, and that is because we don't read. We don't know. We don't know. And the only way we can know, again, is to read and study and be immersed in the living Word of the living God. That's the only way we can stand tall against this progressive wokeism of these apostate, so-called evangelical pastors. Many of these pastors do not have a regular spiritual routine. <laughs> That's really incredible. There is no regular regimen of Bible reading, nothing regular in their prayer life or their worship of God or their confession to him of their very own sins. None. That's shocking to me. How about you? In fact, one-third of all such wrong-thinking and believing pastors do not read the Bible during a typical week. Can you believe that? One-third, one-third do not read the Bible during a typical week. That's <laughs> uh, just unbelievable. There are, as a result, says George Barna, spiritually weak and ineffective congregation members not to mention being under the influence of constant indoctrination of wrong theology. Wrong! But thankfully, there are those in the pulpit, says Barna, who are strong, who are real evangelicals. Thank God for them. Real Bible believers. And they are the hope, the leaders of truth and love in this ever-growing secular age. They, the right thinking and believing evangelicals. They are the antidote to the false teachers which seem to occur everywhere. Thank God for them. Praise God for them. Even though the Barna survey found that only 37% of clergy, again, 1,000 pastors survey, have a biblical worldview, those pastors of non-denominational, get this now, of non-denominational and independent Protestant churches scored the highest for upholding biblical beliefs and biblical truisms and biblical worldview. They were the best, the biblical best, non-denominational and independent. Thank God for them. I wonder if you would attend and worship in one such church, do you? Wherever you worship, wherever you learn and study and fellowship, I hope it's with a real evangelical pastor and congregation. But these apostate pastors, these apostles of the woke, these apostles of work in salvation, I do hope you stay away from them. I do hope and pray that we the people, we who believe in the truth, that absolute truth of Scripture, and the saving grace in the person of Jesus Christ alone, remain more than ever faithful. Faithful. People of the Word. Are you? 
what I'm proud to say I am, as limited and humble as I am, as much as I have my very own spiritual needs, I am proud to say that I am a person of the Word. So stand up, my fellow Christians, for that Word, for its truth, it and it alone, no matter the cost in secular society, even if that means confronting your pastor or other Christian leaders. Do so. Do so. Stand up for Jesus Christ and the gospel. God will reward you and strengthen you, and even as is promised, give you the words to speak. If you stand up, if you're nervous, you should be. Perhaps you should be. But if you are and you're not sure what to say, God has promised that he will give you the words. So stand up and, of course, pray for them. Pray for their true salvation, these apostate leaders. But again, confront them as Paul did to Peter. Redefine what it means to be evangelical, assuming that really matters. And if you are a person of the word, a true believer in Jesus Christ and him alone as God's gift of salvation, that is the straight and narrow, that is the only way that leads to eternal life. Stay away from woke and progressive and the work pathway. <laughs> it's not right, which is the way really to destruction. So may God bless you, my fellow Christians. May God bless you richly and enlighten you and energize you. And may you stay as a real Christian, strong in his word. The views expressed here on the Crawford stand are those of the speaker. And as always, Mr. Crawford would love it if you would join this conversation. Do so in your email to him at stand at crawfordmediagroup.net. When you write, be sure to tell Mr. Crawford on what station you hear the stand. The email address again is stand at crawfordmediagroup.net. When you want to review what you hear, go to our website, crawfordmediagroup.net. You can also hear the entire Crawford stand by going to myhopenow.com. Also, consider downloading the My Hope Now app. The Crawford Stand is a public affairs presentation of Crawford Media Group and this station, serving God and country. I'm Bill McCormick.